0: Part 3 of Geekster.
1: And welcome to episode 131, part 3 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Hi, everybody. Hi. Mm. Welcome to the program. (laughs) Okay.
0: So, uh, all right. Let's stop burying the lead. It's nerd news time. That's right. You know what to expect? Ed brings us what could possibly be some of the top articles of the week
1: and some that are not
0: yes some are kind of wacky some are poignant most of them are wacky I'm because the idea is to make you laugh so it'd be hard you know like today so and so happened it makes you feel sad about yeah. it you go well that's not funny how much to make jokes about that ed you know so uh yeah we talk bank robbers yeah casting and cover art there you go <laughs> So, uh yeah, so sit back relax look i'm not it's, it's about the it's about the background cover, the very background cover. everyone seems we want to talk about it, so right. you know what uh, let's get our take on it too, because you know people come listen to us, granted, not for like real opinion, yeah, they come to kind of laugh at us, yes, but I do think that the and because it was such a big article, it was very shoved in your face. I do tend to believe that you know things like this, people come to us and go, well, that's all fine, today, but I wonder what." Sean and Ed have to say about it, or what uh, Sean, Ed and Eric have to say uh, about it. Right. Like, you know, so let's get their spin on it. Maybe they might maybe they might say something that makes me think twice about my original opinion and go, oh, that's a good idea. Mm. Or those guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> you know? Either way, again, sparking conversation, Station, right? sparking interest. So sit back, relax, or be prepared to kind of go, yeah, or no, I guess in this episode. <laughs> no? <laughs> yeah, like I said, sit back, relax, and enjoy the program. We are back. We are geeksters and we are live on AquaNetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn and iHeartRadio. Just for
1: AquaNet Radio and those apps.
0: Okay, so it's uh it's time for the nerd news, where we
1: spotlight ed. All right. Let's start off with technology this time. Okay. Microsoft is building a Windows 10 ROM that wipes out Android phones. Oh, joy. <laughs> Microsoft, of course, has a Windows 10 device that's coming out that they're, you know, proud that they're going to show off, and they want to say, you know, if you're sick of the Android network and you want to get on board with Windows, uh, okay. you know, you mm-hmm. can do this. So, it basically, they they developed a patch or a ROM that will, you can load onto it, but it will wipe out your all your Android. It'll software. wipe Android off exactly. exactly. and replace it with Microsoft, I guess. Yep. So all of your apps, so like on and so like
0: my phone. If I put this ROM on, all my Android stuff would be gone. Correct. They're legally
2: allowed to do that.
3: No.
0: Okay. <laughs> I was just kinda is it kind of like, kinda
2: like uh, you know just come from non-technical person? Is it kind of like when you root your phone and and do more right well, like you, development you, stuff to yeah, it yeah
0: it's i think it's called cracking it yeah where you can open up and put, like some people with firefox on it like that kind of a browser instead of the google browser or something mm-hmm. like
2: that right exactly some,
0: and the problem is there's sometimes people who do that can go wrong and it'll brick your phone where yeah. it's completely dead my
2: my ex um had ordered uh an htc1 um a couple years ago and he now he also number one he's a network designer so he computers are what he does right. for a living so if he bricks his phone it's his own stupid fault right um but basically as soon as he got and he was on the uh, the prepay plan for t-mobile okay. so he had like super basic plan right um because
0: his idea was if i get the super basic plan crack it mm-hmm. I get. he can, all do, of whatever the, he can do whatever he yeah, wants he can do the, the wi-fi
2: a, calling
0: right at a very 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 low price yeah i think
2: he was paying like 40 bucks a month because i'm
0: bucking the system i'm super basically. smart and then bam
2: right yeah. so and that's that's what he did as soon as he got it he rooted it and he yeah. offered to do it to mine and i was like look i'm still paying on this thing and it's 500 yeah. bucks yeah. so <laughs> how about how about we let me pay this sucker off first yeah so basically
1: that they're they're it's a, it's a trial basis right now and they say that it's not going to last that long so
0: yeah because sooner or later i would think droid people are going you, you can't do that to our phone these people are paying for this service And if they want yours, you can't, you can't just overwrite our stuff and get rid of it because that's, that would be illegal.
2: You know? (laughs) I mean, I guess if somebody wants it overwritten, sure. But then, then yeah. I would
0: think that there'd probably be like a high penalty. Like, let's say something goes wrong with your phone. You go into your local, you know, phone shop and go, yeah, I'm having problems with my phone. And they look at it and go, well, it's, it's all the, all the operating systems gone. We can't fix it. And it probably
2: voids your warranty, I would think.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 And so if you have a, you have a phone that's really like past due and you're you're kind of like it's getting wonky on you and you feel that you need something to mm. do, that this this could be a, a good possible way to change that. But, of course, you said there is a lot of <coughs> problems with it.
0: There's a lot of finagling legally-wise.
1: Yes. So, you know, I mean, it, and it's also if, if your processor and your RAM can handle the Windows 10 operating system because that's what right. also mm. came up to the question in this article. Right,
0: because that happens with people who try to overclock their computer – Sooner or later it fries on them because it can't handle the speed. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Well, I I mean, you know, and Windows has they have Windows phones, yeah, don't they? So like why not just buy one of those? I think Nokia makes them, don't they? Well, HTC actually makes the M eight, which is the
1: one of the premier phones that okay. you can buy. But the thing is, is that Microsoft, it's a tough market to get into. I mean, mm. you're, yeah. you're either going for Apple or you're going for Android, is the two yeah. major yeah, uh, the operating j- systems you can go against. And they want they want to prove that Windows can handle it, that they can do this stuff. You know, a lot of people who would be really interested are Xbox uh, One uh, people that, like, play games and stuff because they can load their accounts on there yeah. and, uh, and okay. do different things that way. Yeah,
0: I, I yeah. you're looking at... That's a, that's a hinky situation.
1: It's a hinky situation! <laughs> yeah, get yeah, yeah,
0: All right. Uh, okay, well, good on them. Good luck. <laughs> Boy, uh... Like I
1: said, it's going to be temporary, and they they say that, that if this really works out that there's going to be a lot more phones coming on the market with the windows 10 operating right system.
0: they want to show that they can do it so that hopefully android would have like my phone is a motorola phone that right. uses an android technology mm-hmm. android work operating system so motorola may be going oh well now here's your joy turbo now with you know
1: right with an windows,
0: option with options you you can get either but it's kind of tough because i want to say this with microsoft we're kind of in the workplace like i don't know i just feel like we're always kind of forced to work with Microsoft and Microsoft never takes care of what they're the, doing now, what they're operating. Mm-hmm. systems like get a, op, get a working operating system that is good with detecting bugs and glitches mm-hmm. and stuff like that before you put something out in the market.
2: In other words, get your shit together.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's why that's why I think Apple is, their operating systems are so smooth and everyone likes to work with because they, they never break down and, yeah. and you have the option to use Firefox or yeah. use internet. Internet browser or whatever browser you choose. They're pretty user-friendly,
2: too. Like, I mean, I I don't love the cult of Apple, but, (sighs) I mean, credit where credit's due, Apple... I mean, you can literally turn it on and you're good to go. Yeah. You know, and it comes with... That's the other thing that kind of pisses me off about Microsoft is, you know, if you want you know word and office and all that other stuff like i, I mean i can understand some of the programs like visio You're right you know and um uh access like yeah you maybe pay a little extra cuz not everybody needs that right right but like word come the fuck on yeah. like i you know so well, it, i i downloaded well, a uh, open source one
1: right i was saying that there's there's a lot of problems only because microsoft maybe has 10,000 apps on their network right where uh apple and android like Separately, have probably like two hundred thousand. Right, and, you know. Uh, so you
0: and Apple is okay with people using their software to create an app mm-hmm. that if you want to charge for, sure, but cause, because Apple gets to wet their beak, right. you know. Yeah. Microsoft is completely anti all that. They want to make everything everything proprietary. Right. Here's a great example. If you own an Xbox Three Sixty or an Xbox Live, I mean Xbox One system. You have to be an Xbox Live Gold member to have access to the online capabilities to Mm -hmm. play multiplayer. One of the apps that they offer for the Xbox One is Netflix. Now, Netflix is, you know, like you're paying a service to stream your movies. Mm -hmm. The only way you can access Netflix is if you're a live member. Right. So that means you're paying Xbox $20 a month to get to your $10 a month Netflix account. Right. Hmm. Where PS4, the PlayStation 4 and the PS3, it's a free app. It's like, you, you, duh, like right. here, here's an app. Yeah. You know, If you're paying Netflix, you can stream it through our system. There you go, big deal. Same with Apple, like it's a free app. So kind of people are like, well, Microsoft needs to, like, why do you need to do that? Why do you need to leech more money out of us?
1: Well, it's because it's, it's the simple fact of, is that they're taking a page from, excuse me, from Apple. The fact is, is that, they want, you know, where you have your phone, can connect to your computer. Yeah, they want to be all to... they connect to your to Xbox One, and you could do all this stuff, and you could yeah. do that swiping, what Apple does now, but they want you to pay for it. Where right. Apple's like, what's well, included? Yeah, like fuck yeah. you
0: pay me. Well Microsoft now. Yeah. Like that's why so many people jumped off and went to Apple because of mm-hmm. the freedom that you have to be able to do what you want to do with your phone.
2: Now granted right. you pay for it up front. Sure. But, but you have that freedom.
0: Right. All right, well, good luck to them. <laughs> what else you got?
1: X Men Apocalypse Nicholas Holt announces exit from the franchise. What?
0: Who's Nicholas Holt?
1: Nicholas Holt plays Hope. Hank McCoy. Oh, the the kid.
0: Yeah, plays Beast. Right. What else? Uh, let me guess. He's got a better project.
1: No, he does not. Does not say anything about a project. That that this is his last uh, X Men Apocalypse is his last film because this they didn't. Read it. For three.
0: I right. think
2: he's um he's in the new Mad Max films.
0: Yeah, he's the skinny yeah, guy. The, skinny the, guy with with the, the weird bottom. lips. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: I just saw him on um. Uh, <laughs> top gear he did a he did a t- uh, run in the uh the car i mean really okay he, car. Car. he
0: signs for a three picture movie deal he got first class uh days of future past and apocalypse what'll happen is he'll say right now he's saying hey yeah i'm out it's my last film because i'm i'm done contract but depending on how well uh apocalypse does in the box office someone's gonna go so uh you were being uh, x-men 4
1: and that's the thing he says he's not against being yeah, in the film. You know, if they want him back,
0: you, you gotta. I want to. You know, you gotta pay. Me. Fuck you, pay me. Yeah. You want Beast? Fuck you, pay me.
2: <laughs> but I mean, most of the film, you know, except for uh, what was it, first class? You mm. saw his face, but after you know he he injected himself, like you don't really see him. You see him in makeup. Yeah. So I mean, they
0: could. They could, but the thing is, but... the pro- like The thing is, is that it becomes person who's playing Beast, you have to try to mimic. Like, okay, I thought Kelsey Grammer was pretty good as Beast. Yeah, I, I liked as Kelsey Grammer's you know, Beast because yeah, he had he that right. voice. I mean, granted, it wasn't him doing all the
2: stunts, but which is kind of understandable. It's Kelsey Grammer, right? <laughs> I mean, let's face it. But I think I I think Kelsey Grammer was probably my favorite Beast. Yeah. Nicholas Holt was good, don't get me wrong, yeah. but Kelsey Grammer was my favorite. I, yeah, and I love the Beast character.
3: Yeah, yeah. All right, well.
0: I'm sure he'll get, you know, hey, here comes X-Men, age, um, the Midox st- story, you know? You go, oh,
2: all right. By the smart. way, he's in a lot of shit, actually. Yeah. I just pulled him up on IMDb. He's, um, going to be in Dark Places, Man Max, uh, a movie called Autobahn, equals Kill Your Friends, and then, uh, and that's all before X-Men Apocalypse. Right.
1: All right, what else you got there, Ed? Uh, speaking of X-Men, 90s X-Men animates years, returns for Marvel, and Secret Wars. There's a Secret Wars series coming out. Yes, because...
0: Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Go go ahead. ahead. No, no, I was going to say, this is their next big... uh, It's their next big epic adventure where they're going to... Doing Secret Wars, they're going to cancel certain magazines and then republish other magazines.
1: Well, the the, the real premise of the fact is, is that they're pulling from other universes into the Secret yeah. Wars series. So one of them was, the, of course, the 92 X-Men series that With- was, was the animated series that came out. They're going to make it in comic book form and bring that into the Secret okay. Wars, but they're going to have their own title. Right.
0: It's probably going since they're canceling Fantastic Four after this run. Yeah. You know, it's like, all right, we got to bring stuff stuff, stuff in like, like uh, my sister thinks they're gonna be canceling Deadpool. I'm like, they're gonna cancel Deadpool. They'll, they'll cancel that run of Deadpool, and then like a month or two later, it's like, hey, here's Deadpool number one. Yeah, like you're gonna, that's you know, it's, it's typical comic book trends.
1: Yes, so Ooh. I'm looking forward to it because you know yeah. I enjoyed the animated series. Sure, a lot. So
0: I liked I liked the uh, I liked Rogue. Rogue looked good in that outfit. She was slamming.
2: <laughs> that is
1: <laughs> Well, speaking of comic books, it's time to do some controversy. Dun, dun, dun. I, are you ready? Okay.
2: I, I'm. I was just
1: reading through this. I can't wait to see what he says. Violent Batgirl cover pulled after tw- Twitter uproar. Oh
0: yeah, I saw this one. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been reading this all week. Um, okay, I gotta be honest. I personally, I don't care. I, I honestly, I mean, I like. I know the cover. And, like, here's – some of the, somebody actually had the balls to say that his finger is pushing into her cheek. Like, it's a penetration thing. Because like, what this is supposed to be kind of representing is, obviously, it's an homage to The Killing Joke, mm-hmm. which is a pivotal Joker story, a pivotal Batgirl story. Mm-hmm. And back when it was published, it was like, oh, okay, you know, because this is what the story goes, since Eric has never heard The Killing mm-hmm. Joke. Yeah. This is the story where Joker kicks in the door, knocks on the door of Jim Gordon's house – Barbara, Barbara opens the door. Now, no one knows she's Batgirl, mm-hmm. obviously. He shoots her in the gut, sp- uh, splitting her spinal cord, making her paralyzed from mm-hmm. the waist down. Then he proceeds to, in the comic book, he strips her naked
3: mm-hmm. and
0: takes photos. And then he kidnaps Gordon, and Gordon wakes up in this giant funhouse, also shackled and naked. Yes. That's a that's another point that a lot of people seem to forget. And he shows these images of his, her, his bleeding dying daughter naked to kind of push him over the edge mm-hmm. some people say he raped her
2: mm-hmm. now I that doesn't be, seem like a joker thing though. that's and that's and, what, and this is coming from somebody who never read the comic like he, that's not something joker does and this is what a lot of people in the comic book
0: industry are saying that he, he, he that's not joker joker wouldn't find anything funny about that no. no it's the people outside of the comic book world who are saying that this image is showing a very um it's very degrading it's very like pro-rape pro um like it's anti-feminist it's this whole image of because the gun's pointing down to her legs he's got this hand he's putting a smile of blood on her face and like somebody even went to say like well you can see his finger poke like as a penetration thing and i'm going no he's smearing blood on his on coming her face. coming as
2: an artist people are fucking reaching yeah they, I mean, they, people are reaching like you can i, I mean you could take one painting Show it to 10 different people, you will get 10 different opinions right. and, on what it is. And, and the problem with social media is that it snowballs and everybody needs to add, oh, and this, oh, and this, yeah. oh, and this. Yeah. If you don't like the cover, fine, but it's a fucking variant to begin with. It's not the main cover. Exactly. It's, it's, if you don't like it, stick it in a paper bag in, you know, on the back of the shelf so that the people who want that cover well, can see, go get it.
0: But to see, the chances Sorry. are because if it's a variant cover, no one in the public will see that because it's usually like one for every 25 books mm-hmm. you get that variant or yeah. a variant. And those are usually designed to be for the collector in mind, the guy who's going to yeah. want that cover. But that's, that's what I'm saying. It, like You're never, you might see it on a wall at some point, like when they want to sell it like years yeah. from now. But most of the time, you very rarely see that cover. Yeah. Very rarely. Yeah. And if they do, it's always got this enormous like, hey, it's $20 for that comic book. Where Instead of like five. Right. I, I, like, i got to be honest. I don't see the problem with it. And I'm not saying that because I'm, I'm pro or anti. I'm like, I know it's an homage. I know because it's a pivotal. Here's the thing. After that article, after that book, she becomes Oracle. Mm. The only, I would say only wheelchair superhero in the DC universe. Mm. As far as I know, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. She and she became a she became she rose above her disability and became an integral part in Batman's family as far as being able to spread information from point A to point B Mm -hmm. via computers via she was able to still have a relationship with Dick Dick Grayson Mm -hmm. you know so it wasn't to me it was like you when you talk about diversity and you talk about like you know taking people who read comic books there was a perfect example of of a a character who was wheelchair bound and was able to still be a superhero Mm. you know but then when they relaunched the new 52 and they took her out of the wheelchair and put her back in the background costume it was like i've been going through therapy so now Mm -hmm. i'm back you know and everything like that it almost kind of wiped away that whole oracle storyline like they kind of almost want to admit that it never happened Mm -hmm. and you're going how does that in, in the world where everyone's bitching about, oh, we need more diversity, we need more strong female characters. You're taking away the diversity. You took state. away a big
2: one. And mm-hmm. here's the thing, you know, because I, I saw the cover and the first time I saw the cover was when this whole controversy came up. Same thing like what I was telling you earlier about the lipstick, yeah. you know, the underage red from Sephora. That was the first time I saw it. And you know what? The You know, because I know of The Killing Joke, but I've never read right. it. And I know that iconic cover. Yeah. As soon as I saw it, that's what it made me think of was the right. killing joke.
0: But people are saying, because that's now her new outfit. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, and and like, here's the, th- here's.
2: Like, I knew it was an homage right. as somebody who has never read the book. Right. And it actually got me interested in reading the book. Like, it made right. me want to see what happened, you know, like, what happened in that book that inspired that artist to bring them to this well, point?
0: Well, what they're doing is, they're doing it, it's, um, because, Joker is seventy five years old this year,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and so they go. Disney's uh, not Disney. DC is going through. We created Disney own DC <laughs> as well.
3: <laughs> oh,
0: hi, I'm Joker. You no. Know? <laughs> But uh, they're going through this whole cover artwork. It's going through this so, whole... You had the whole Mickey...
2: It's still, it's like Could you taking ma- on a life of yeah. its own in my head right, right now.
0: Imagine Mickey Mouse doing that same pose to Batgirl.
2: <laughs> 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 oh, hi! Put a smile on your face! Oh, my God. So, my brain is running away with it. So, <laughs>
0: across the Batman titles, everyone's doing like their own Joker mm-hmm. homage. And a lot of people are going back to The Killing Joke. Like, I saw another cover where... It's looking through the eye of a door, like, you know, like the mm-hmm. peephole of a door and you see Joker kind of smiling up and his face is off. It's, he's fish eyed.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm like, cause they're homaging, they're paying tribute to what they consider. A lot of people consider the pivotal Joker story of all time. Yeah. yeah. So, but people are going, well, she's in her new costume and the, the people of the book who are writing the book are saying that, you know, um, since we're taking background on a completely different direction that this is wrong. It was mostly started with Twitter people and then the artist finally caved in he was like, look, you guys, because he was getting death threats. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, look, maybe you guys should pull that cover. Like, I can't, in good conscience. Which uh, I,
2: I can, if he, I, I mean, if I was in his <clears throat> position, I can't say I wouldn't have done the same thing only because, you know, it's one thing to criticize, but if you're, If you are stooping to using death threats, you have no argument. That's, you know, you have run out of words or you cannot articulate a good enough argument for your side of the story, which you may have. But why stoop to death threats? Like, really, what the fuck is that going to do? Every one of you suckers who sends a death threat, you're an asshole. I'm punch you in the face. Send,
0: send, oh, oh, <laughs> send that to threats too. <laughs> I I, do, I did like though. Um, I don't know if you saw this one. One of the artists who does Superman mm. did a homage to this this picture for Superman. It's Doomsday holding Superman yeah, in the exact yeah. same way, oh. pushing blood across his face. And I'm going, that's
2: fucking. Pretty. That is pretty. And he actually and awesome.
0: said, you know, he wrote like his name obviously, and then it was like I forget what the exact phrasing, but he did reference. This artist, as you know, like, a, like inspiration, inspiration, like bang, like it's art. It's you know, art's going to be controversial. Art could be art could be anything. You, can you know either what? Love art, it or hate it.
2: You know, it's good when it causes controversy. You know, like you know, it, because it, it it art is meant to elicit a reaction from the viewer, <laughs> good or bad, right? And when you know, it's great. Like if you paint a pretty picture, like oh, that's nice good art to me inspires um discussion and and conversation and
0: that cover does not the threats here's the thing is a lot of people are going it's funny people are going well i'm disturbed by seeing that and a lot of people are going good so because, don't lo- no a lot of people are going good because the joker is disturbing that, that yeah he, this artist has now captured a moment that he sees the joker as this kind of a character like if you're disturbed by seeing that image Good, because you should be disturbed, because it's the Joker. But at
2: the same time, if you are disturbed, don't fucking look. Yeah. You are a grown-ass adult. Don't look. And it does become... Okay, Ed, we're... Her and I have been... What you had
0: something to say in the car, and I told you to wait for it on the show, so... I think you. Well, this
1: this is this is one of the ones that really infuriate me, because this is not one of those sexual ones, like the whole Spider Woman, the showing her ass because it was a too tight, blah blah blah, crack crack, right. and they pulled the cover. And I'm like, you know what? I really can't say because I'm a man and I can't see the other side of the story. So whatever, you know. I think
2: <laughs> he wants to go from I, behind and is, see it. That was a good ass booty. Yeah. He, my yeah, biggest a... my biggest issue with with that cover was her proportions were off. I was like, that is not a natural pose.
0: Yeah, but some woman actually did that natural pose uh, and said that it's possible.
2: Yeah. It's yes. possible, but it's not probable.
0: But again... it's
2: It looked uncomfortable. It, well, <laughs> yeah, it
0: looked uncomfortable, but again, but some people said, shown other images of Spider-Man in mm-hmm. that exact same pose yeah. with his ass up in the yeah. air and spread cheeks. And again, no one said anything. Yeah. But again, that's back, back yeah. to Spider-Woman.
1: So that's the same though, but going to that, to that one, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to say much on that one because it's one of those controversies that's just like, you know, I could be considered a pig or whatever, and that's fine. And, because and, you are right whatever and i'll move mm. on from there but the thing is this is this is a violent cover this is the, the difference is in fact this is that i don't see any like sexual thing to this at all all i see is violence to this right and it's just like i mean have you read a comic book like the people that are opera, it's like it's like joker's face when he came back was off his fucking skull yes like you go What? How's that worse
0: than this? And how many times, like, some woman tweeted? I saw this nice little article where this woman tweeted, like, "Will you show me Batman in those kind of compromising positions?" And people were going, "Here's one, here's one, here's one, here's one," and and there were like covers that are on the shelf. Mm -hmm. And after everyone she showed that they would show that this person that she's blocked those people because she was being proven wrong. Yeah, and it was just like, "Oh, you're yeah, you're you can't just admit that you're wrong about it." Like, right. You know. So
1: that's, that's, that's the thing when I, you know, when I was reading <laughs> this article, it was like, fury it's, just, it's just like, this is the kind of stuff that, that but we want to see. It's like, who, who knows what the, the story is? Has anybody read the story It's yet? got nothing
0: to do with the, sto- the cover has got nothing to do with what the story that's going on in the book. Exactly. exactly. Which, so I, I mean, like- at that
2: point, I could, you know, like, if somebody had an issue with the fact that the cover has nothing to do with the book, then yeah, I could, I could see the argument. But like I said, when you're, you know, when it becomes this whole snowball effect... And the artist pulls it simply because, like, he's fearful for his life. I have an issue with that. Yeah. And the thing is, is that he
1: had to pull it because of those death threats. But the thing is, is that, like, it's, it's one of the same things where DC cave to a bunch of people because they don't want this, don't mm-hmm. want that. And I'm like, Cesar Romero is the only Joker that you know, apparently, because that's what you think. you are <laughs> <be> dumb lyrics
2: <laughs> coming up. Yeah. The guy Ugh. who paints over his mustache because he didn't want to shave it off. <laughs> knock, knock.
1: Right. And, that, and that's, what, that's what they're expecting for the Joker. They, that's what I think these people are looking at. The fact is that it's not that campy. Joker, you know, and it's a
2: is, dark, scary fucking right. Joker. Because yes. I remember when when the
1: '89 Batman came out, and a lot of people were in uproar. they showing. I it. found a
2: whole tumbler yeah. of variant covers. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> put that videos. on okay. a. I'll, I'll put it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, Robin. Yeah, like okay.
0: There's another good example: the
2: Tick and Mothman. There's
0: a here's a prime example of the Robin. There's a cover of Batman with him holding a beaten. Bloody Robbins when they killed off death Tim of the Drake. Family, yeah. yeah, uh Tim Drake. Not Tim Drake, uh, Jason Todd. Yeah. The Death of the Family thing.
1: Bloody beaten crowbar. Bloody crowbar and everything. And this and this is the sad part. That storyline, we asked for it. Yeah. There was a phone number that you had to call. There was two phone numbers to call you whether you wanted Robin to live or die. And uh, an overwhelming Oh my god, anomaly, that's awesome.
0: I made my phone call. I went in the And Overwhelming,
1: dead. yeah, so did I. And <laughs>
0: <laughs> no because you'd understand during that time oh, Dick, Dick Grayson was robbing mm-hmm. and they got this new kid Jason Todd who was an arrogant obnoxious mm-hmm. fucking prick and everybody hated this kid yeah Batman sales went dropped because of this wow. kid so when they came up with this storyline you know I think it was Danny O'Neill was like "Let's." throw it out to the people right. and it was like 90 to like like 90 percent of the people want him gone yeah so it was like wow, they're like they were like, awesome. they were like shit so it's like,
1: so it's like you know we we want the violence and and, yeah, I, and yeah. I i mean i know it sounds horrible for me to say that <laughs> but the reality
2: of it is that that's what this story's lines uh, are the 90s. But, the, but it <laughs> happened so i mean because i i have but, finally started reading comics and even in the comics that i've started like i'm reading one now called pop in the first issue, somebody gets both his kneecaps blown out, like, within yeah. three pages.
1: But the thing was, is that, I um, was go back to the 89 Batman when that came out, how dark and gritty that was. Yeah. And people were up in arms about mm-hmm. it because they were so used to the 60s campy Yeah, Batman. they were so
0: used to, you so know, like, Romero when they got Jack Nicholson. I was like, he's brilliant.
1: And then, and then it was one of those newscasters that went to a comic book store and was interviewing, hopefully getting, like, the hate. He like
0: wants the, people going, I think it sucks. Right.
1: And then one guy, one guy he interviewed, was saying, have you picked up a Batman issue recently? <laughs> like, have you seen Batman? What he does? Yeah. I mean, there's a point where he, you know, he's an old, there's an old Batman. He talks, brings up the whole the, the Dark, Knight returns. Dark, returns. Dark, Dark Knight returns. He's carrying a gun. Yeah. Like you know, it's like those days of the Kami Batman were over. When the sixties show ended. Yeah. And to
0: carry that further, look at Heath Ledger's Joker.
1: Yeah, oh god yeah.
2: That
0: moment where he says you want to see a magic trick and then kills a the guy with a pencil, I went That's
2: I jumped to me at that that scared the shit out of me.
0: That defined the Joker for that generation. That was
2: that was the most beautiful moment You're... I've seen on film. That, that, let me Joker. ask you That's this. That's the
0: best introduction to Joker of all time.
2: Yes. In the uh, okay, up until the sixties. Yeah. How was Joker portrayed in the comic you know, it, books? Campy. Like, it, so it was campy, and it then was
1: campy, and then yeah. like about. So the when 80s, did it
2: start getting darker?
1: It was about the eighties when it okay. started. When, the campiness was ending? The sales of comic books dropped. Yeah, and they said like, we got to do something to bring back the well, the, the, the readers.
0: guys. Yeah. What happened was Dark Knight Returns happened in eighty six. In eighty six, mm. because it was still kind of like yuck up. These are comic book funny mm-hmm. pages, and DC was kind of slipping. It wasn't until Frank Miller did the Dark Knight Returns that made Batman dark and gritty and and edgier.
1: He was was working for Marvel. He brought Marvel... He brought... uh, He brought Marvel
0: uh, back from the dead. Daredevil.
1: Mm -hmm. Daredevil, like a second-tier character that nobody really cared about for the ages. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then he brought her her back with this great love story with Elektra. Mm -hmm. There's a beautiful storyline. It's it's one of the... It's a historic arc. uh, Yeah, it is. It's historic. So DC actually went to Frank Miller and go... We you, want you to come to DC and, and write for us. And he goes, I would love to, but with all the restrictions, I'm gonna say no. Mm-hmm. He told he turned him yeah. down wow. flat down. And the <clears throat> I forget the at the time who was the running uh, DC it was a yeah. woman, I forget her name. She goes, You have whatever you want. Like you can write whatever story you want. Yeah. So he wrote The Dark Knight Returns and that changed the face of comic books. Yeah, it's it, in it, a big it, way. It's a
0: pivotal comic book in comic book history. Because then they went darker. They went edgier. And that's where you saw the Joker become a little bit more menacing and not more yuck-yuck, more psychotic a yes. little bit.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And then you take it fast forward. You have the, you know, the, the killing joke is basically how Heath Ledger basically played the Joker
3: mm-hmm.
0: in that, that whole manic kind of look.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And then they took away Joker for about a year when they launched the new 52. And then Scott Snyder, during his run brought Joker back. And that's where, he, you know, in the very first issue of the new Batman 52, yeah, Joker cut off his own face. Right. And then he comes back, is wearing it like a mask, and he's basically Hannibal Lecturing Batman by saying, you don't understand. These people around you, Robin, Batgirl, the teen, you know... um, Nightwing. Nightwing, and and, uh, what do you call it? um, Red Robin. Mm. These people make you weaker. You, I remember you when you were the lone wolf, the guy who came in and kicked ass. Now you've gone soft and I love you so much. I am your only true friend. You, we need to kill these people. And there is this, it accumulates to Joker capturing everybody and having them all at this dinner table. And does this reveal what I am not going to say, but it made my heart drop when this reveal happened i was like no fucking way and of course it doesn't turn out to be it's painted one way but then it turns into another thing mm-hmm. where the twisted mind of joker found that funny but as an, as a reader i was like i can't fucking believe he did that right. and then at the very end you are going he didn't but it damaged everybody so badly that no that bruce became a loner again mm-hmm. and then of course you know you had you know um Damian Wayne get killed not too long after that. Right. So you're like, holy shit, you know, then they did the whole year zero. And then now this whole Batman eternal thing, I just found out who the big bad guy for that is. And I'm like, "Eh, whatever I expected somebody else, but neither, he neither here nor there, but to go back to that, it's like, these are moments in, in comic book history that are paying homage to, Mm -hmm. or, or kind of remembering the history of where, how we got here you pay homage to the past. And those people who've seen this cover and don't know that are automatically up in arms and offensive and want it pulled when they don't know. Like, I can understand, okay, she's in her new costume. Right. Okay, you know what? Maybe some people have a very thin, very thin argument because they're, they're pointing to like, oh, it's pro-rape, it's pro-violence towards women.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But yet they, because of that image, but they don't know anything the about that it led up to it's it it's like it's like we want yeah. it's because it the old thing what george Collins said one time when you control words you control thought and when you control thought you control people mm. and this is another step of people wanting something expunged because it makes them feel uncomfortable and it makes them control more people by saying that doesn't exist we don't want to talk about it therefore if it doesn't exist we can move on it's like you're almost hiding
1: yeah, but those are the stories that you you talk about. I mean, yeah. it's a, those are the stories that you you remember. I mean, if you if I go what with having a Batman last year, you'd be like, ah, I don't remember. It wasn't that really yeah, that quote. great, yeah. you know. It's like thing. But I go Killing Joke, you go fuck, yeah, Dark Knight Returns, fuck, that was a great story, blah blah blah. And that's something that we're talking about for years. I mean, Killing Joke's twenty five years old now. Yeah. yeah, you know, we're still that talking about the
0: long Halloween. Yes, we uh, um Year One, Mm -hmm. Dark Knight Returns. I mean, those are like, and I'm sure I know them, but someone's going, what about this one? I'm like, whatever one you just said, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Because there are so many pivotal Batman stories that help redefine his character from the campy version. Because after, like, he was, because in the the very beginning, 75 years ago when Batman started, he was a guy who carried a gun too.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And
0: it wasn't until the 66 series, because it was so popular, they kind of, yucked them up a little bit they kind of lightened them up in the storylines and then it was that way up until the 80s and then Frank Miller comes in bang I'm going to make them hard edge again mm-hmm. and everyone's like oh shit we can't keep we can't keep the comic books off the shelf
3: right. because
0: of this storyline we need to cause that's how you got the death of Superman mm-hmm. and he came back with it a little more edgier he came back with the mullet and the yeah. little edgier um, they did that with Flash they did that with Green Lantern you know they, they killed off Green Lantern during that time I think yeah You know, making him Spectre, because then they had, you know, they they were bumping people off left and right, or reimagining them into harder, grittier versions of themselves, Mm -hmm. because of the popularity of of Dark Knight Returns.
1: Dark Knight Returns,
0: right. They've kind of deviated off from that spot, but I mean, as far as the perimeter characters, because I think Flash works better as i I'm a superhero, this is fucking awesome, instead of the... Grittier, but that's the reason why they had Wally West, you know, because they killed off what's his face in Infinity and the Infinity Crisis. Um, Who's uh, Barry Allen? Allen, Yeah, Yeah, they killed off Barry Allen, and he introduced Wally West, you know, kind of to kind of give him a little bit more of like, hey, you know what, this guy was a little too
3: heavy, like you know.
0: (laughs) And then when um, Kevin Smith got his his run of Green Arrow, they brought back Hal Jordan because Green Arrow is kind of talking to Green, you know, Hal Jordan as as because he was dead Mm. because the whole you know, wackiness parallax storyline. Yeah. But, I mean. Oh my God, the parallaxes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I think that's where you got the uh, the phrase woman in the fridge I think from.
1: <laughs>
0: you know. And that's again, another thing they bring up too is with this image it brings up the whole woman in the fridge. Woman in the fridge is mm-hmm. Kyle Reiner was the, the latest Green Lantern mm-hmm. at the time. He has a girlfriend. He comes home. She's dead, stuffed in a freezer. Okay. You know, or in a refrigerator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it became like this whole like um, not a joke, but more like a a trope of comic books. Like if you you introduce a female character, sooner or later she's gonna die.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and it became like, you know, this pitfall of never get close to somebody because if I love somebody, they want to get killed. Yeah. You know, but I think they've kind of veered off from that a lot because mm. they killed off Robin twice. They killed off Batman a couple times, like they Superman. Superman. Yeah,
2: I think they, didn't they kill off Wolverine? Yeah, they just, they just just killed just, Wolverine yeah, like,
0: yeah.
1: not too long ago. Captain Captain America.
0: Yeah, they killed off Captain America. Yeah, so I mean it's, it's like yeah, like a- as a comic book reader, you go, When they killed off Peter Parker, I was like, You gotta be kidding me, really? No, he'll be back in a couple of years. Like <laughs> you know <laughs> and he is because what they did was they they did this whole Spider Verse thing where they had the Peter Parker of this version and the Miles Morales ver- ultimate spider now together in one world. Okay. So it's like Okay, so Peter still lives. Like, you're never going to get rid of those characters because they have that history. Because when you kill somebody, yeah, a couple months, bring them back. Yeah. Like, like they did when they killed off Peter Parker not too long ago and had Doc Ock be the superior Spider Man. Yes. I was kind of, I wasn't really too pissed. I was, I'm going, this is comic books. Peter will be back in probably yeah. about a year. And sure enough, about a year later, boink, here he is. You know, he fights through the conscious subconsciousness that Doc Ock went through, and now he's back. Unfortunately, he has no real memory of what was going on, so now everything's all new to him. Yeah. So you're kind of like, oh, that's how they get away with making a number one. Like,
2: <laughs> give him a whole new and identity. The, and the thing is, is you know, when they bring him back, they can always, like, take another, like... Yeah. Take him down another story, you know, storyline. You know, it's... Well, that's, the, the, that's the beauty of it. That's it's same. all that's imagination. That's makes it so
1: hard, is the fact is that we, we've now gotten to... We're getting cynical in our ages because we've seen this now a number yeah. of times where it's just like... They have to recreate this character for a whole new generation of people. Mm -hmm. You're still reading them. I'm still reading them. And we go, fuck. Like, I was, you know, like, yeah, you know what? It was getting lackluster. It was getting kind of boring a little bit, but I was still into it. Like, I'm still
0: reading it. I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. Mm -hmm. I grew up watching, playing, you know, reading Spider-Man, watching him on TV. And then when they did, like, in the uh, early 90s, the Clone Saga, Mm -hmm. I think it was the early 90s, where you find Ben Riley comes in and he says he's really Peter Parker. Because back in the 70s, there was this clone episode. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. on, the, on the comics. That he's actually the real Peter Parker. And that the guy I've been reading for a decade now isn't Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. And his marriage to Mary Jean is all, like, fucked up. And I'm going, fuck you, I'm done. Yeah. Like, I'm so done now. Granted, in, you know, having them, that's the first time they pulled that trick on me. Mm-hmm. It was like I walked away from comic books, and then I was like, "Oh no, Ben Riley is Ben Riley, the Peter Parker that you know, that you've been reading since you were 13 years old. is still the Peter Parker that you mm-hmm. grew up with." I'm like, "All right, fine." And it wasn't until Civil War that I started kind of trusting Marvel again, and I started buying that. And at the very end of Civil War, they fucked with Peter again. They there's a moment where Aunt May gets shot; she's dying. Pete and Mary Jane make a pact with the myth, you know the devil, basically. And Pete's going to say, no, let me, it's like, I'll let her live. But everything, like everything you've already known is gone. Mm. And, or something something along those lines, Mary Jane's the one going, do it. But you got to promise me like, cause at this point, Pete's out is, has been outed as a superhero. Yeah. So that's what caused, you know, Aunt May to get shot and mm. on death's door. So Mary Jane's like, do it. And, but the only stipulation is, is that you have to make sure everybody forgets that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Okay, done. But it also negates the fact that Mary Jean doesn't know he's Peter Parker. Right. They never get married. And it was like, fuck you. You had one, and they were, to me, the most successful superhero uh, husband Marriage, and wife. Right, yeah. Marriage of all time. Yeah. And their excuse was, well, we need to get back to our roots where you know Spider-Man needs to be jolly and fun. And- well,
1: that's the, same. that's the thing. They get to a point where they write these stories and they get panned to a corner and are like... Yeah, we got nothing else. We're reset. reset. Right, you go just <laughs> yeah. reset it and just start all over but here, again.
0: We I know we'll we'll do a secret war where we get fuck everybody up because the last one they had the fear itself, I think it was, or whatever one where they turned Thor into a, you know they got a female Thor. Yeah. Because what's his face now? Uh, now here.
1: Their sales are is female Thor is doing very well. You know, Just right doing answer. very well. Yes.
0: Yeah, because I mean, that's like, I'm not slamming that because I think. I right, completely
2: gets, forgot to go pick that up. It's good. I it's, got distracted by other comics. It's
0: good. It's fresh. It's invigorating. Yeah. You know, I mean, okay. Yeah. It, but sooner or later, yeah, when the sales start to dip, you'll find like, okay, well, now with the secret mm-hmm. worst thing, are they going to, they're not obviously not going to cancel her, but they'll cancel that run and then start over again. Mm-hmm. You know, like, are you going to now keep Donald Blake uh, completely out of the picture now because he's still around
1: now? is it donald blake yes it is right. yeah what are you, are you, are you i like just laugh at how you pull that out like so long ago like, yeah, yeah. See, I,
0: sometimes i you know i may forget my zip code but i'll remember certain things <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know so i just kind of
0: feel like eh, you know this cover it's gonna you're creating controversy which should create dialogue yeah you know like if if you really do fe- feel that you know it like, it brings to light a very dark subject yeah. that you should be able to talk about, but people don't want you to talk about those kind of things. So they want to suppress those things. Like, that image, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm offended because it, it it connotates abuse on women. Okay, well, let's talk about that. Why do you feel that way? And maybe we can start a dialogue. Yeah. No, no, I want it completely out of my sight. I don't want nothing to do with it. So you are kind of wanting to ignore the fact that this actually happens on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I, you know, to me, like that, it it, bring, it art should elicit some sort of emotion.
2: It's like, it, yeah, and that, like, that's what I was saying. Like, art, good art well, elicits just, I, elicits an emotion which then can turn into conversation and dialogue. Right. When your only dialogue <laughs> is, you know, pull this or I'm gonna kill you, you're a fucking asshole and you have no point of view. Pe-
0: people forget that Comic books are the modern day art. Mm-hmm. If this was put into, let's say, a hundred years from now, put into a museum, someone would look at that and go, "Look at the imagery it mm-hmm. summons and all this. Look how it's a work of art." You're not going into the art museum of Philadelphia going, "There's a fat naked lady. I'm a. I'm upset. You know that needs to be gone because that's you know that's, But uh, they have decent
2: people. Have people have right. gotten offended by the fact that you know David? Yeah, it, you know that his penis is out. It's like, it, are you kidding me? Like that—that's, that, yeah, that's it hundreds able, of years old. Like, get right. over and it.
0: Now you're offended by it. Like, yeah. like, come on, people. You need to the, remove the stick out of your ass.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, you know,
0: stop trying to control other people because you feel uncomfortable. That because because you might be forced to talk about something that you're not comfortable with should not give you the right to prevent anybody else from talking about
3: it.
1: Right.
0: Yeah, that's kind of how I don't always feel about it. It's like mm. I
1: mean, it's a, it's a cover, and it's gonna it's gonna be here today, gone tomorrow, yeah. type of thing, and
0: it's like, not gonna uh, like again, like case in point, Spider Woman. Mm-hmm. No one talks about that. Oh, why? Because this is here. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like what's going to happen now? A month from now, someone's going to do another call, and someone's gonna
1: be. I'm outraged about this one. Yeah.
2: You know? Just and just to give it a quick historical perspective, because I I do actually have a degree in art, believe it or not uh controversies in art are nothing new like they have been around yeah. for centuries perfect example 1895 there's a painting um by edward manet called olympia people were up in arms and this is the this is the painting it's what it looks like it's a beautiful reclining nude with her you know with her servant mm. with her looks beautiful right mm. yeah people were offended um because they felt that the figure had a confrontational uh gaze And blatant associations with prostitution. Yeah, they said it was vulgar and immoral in 1895. So this is nothing new. Yeah, but I feel like that you know the problem is it gets um, it gets overblown very very quickly thanks to social media. Well,
0: I'm going to say social media has now become the widespread book burning of the 21st century mm-hmm. yeah the moment you're offended by something let me go to facebook let me tweet about it yeah let me complain about it because there's other people like-minded out there who might agree with me and then we can get st- stuff done and changed you know yet uh okay how about feeling how about get that kind of collective mentality to i don't know feed the poor house the homeless you yeah. know instead of instead of bitching about a piece of art that one on a comic book that you probably don't buy right. that you probably don't read you know, some... you've pro- you probably only know of the Joker because of right because 60, you know because somebody said, "Oh, see this? You should be offended by that." Oh, you're right, I am. Yeah. Stop being a sheep. Right you know, and be a shepherd, or be All a right. wolf. <laughs> <Yeah. All
1: right. laughs> Anyways, let's, let's move on to a palate cleanser. Okay. Yes. Palate cleanser. What's that? Man dresses Darth <laughs> Vader. Robs North Carolina bank. <laughs> Apparently the dark side is not getting paid. Hey,
0: you know what? Someone's gotta pay all those workers on that Death Star. You know, maybe maybe they you know The
2: economy's the, not good.
0: If you figure the first Death Star was what, maybe a few hundred billion dollars. Yeah. Fucking Luke blew it up. You know, now they gotta try to rebuild. They're, they're not got, even
1: finished paying that. They're not, one even, off. Off.
0: not even finished fixing it up. Is there's you know, some worker going, Hey, yo, I can fix your fuck. I can build you your new Death Star, but I still haven't paid for the last one. <laughs> <laughs> you, want, you want me to help you be, uh, wet my beak? You see what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm sure times are hard. Times are tough. So now now
1: the bill collectors are coming in. Was well, anybody so, hurting this bank no. robbery? See, no. okay, so no harm, no foul. An armed man dressed as Darth Vader robbed the bank at oh. Charlotte, North Carolina on Monday, police said. The Darth Vader masked subject entered the Pennville State Employees Credit Union with a long gun and demanded money from the a bank long teller. Gun.
0: This is the, the gun the Joker used in Batman 98.
1: No one, injured, nor, no one was injured in the armed robbery. The suspect was described as officially a black male wearing a, <laughs> all dark clothing, including a Darth Vader style costume mask. So, so The police and the FBI in Charlotte office are looking for the Sith Lord imposter who fled in a four door gray Chevy Suburban.
0: Didn't even hop happen a TIE Fighter. At least it was Greg. At least it was Greg. Chevy ha-
1: Suburban, official.
0: The, official. the official car of Darth Vader. Give me all your money.
1: So there you go, kids. Uh,
0: being the lookout, seven foot tall, black male with a helmet. I just... Uh, with a southern accent. God... Yeah, I get points for originality. No one got hurt. <laughs> why don't you use the force and pick that lock there, there, Vader? Huh? Huh? Times tough in the Empire.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you
0: know, got to. Not you-
2: a good. It's not a good time. Okay. <laughs> like, huh? Times is hard. We got to get paid.
0: You know, maybe, me. why don't you take that money and apply it to, like, a nice shooting range for your stormtroopers. Maybe <laughs> they'll hit something. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm telling you, my five-year-old nephew can hit his broadside of a bar, and you guys... Ah! <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: hey,
0: why don't you take that money and do something about that respirator? Maybe you should get, like, a filter on it so we don't have to hear your fucking breathing.
1: You sound like an phone call. You know how hard it is. To,
0: you you must be in so fucking annoying at the movie theaters. Everybody else is quiet, but you got that going off. Just trying to enjoy my popcorn. I don't need your asthmatic ass ruining for me. Did he get far or did he was he out of breath by the time he ran out?
1: <laughs> okay, what else you got? One more? Yeah, one more. One more. I'm going to make it a good one. All right. We're waiting. How about this one? Neil deGrasse Tyson, New Science and Culture Late Night Show. Star Trek Talk to debut on 420. Yo, man, what's What's up? up? Nothing like scientific
0: talk when you're high out of your (laughs) gourd. (laughs) How do I know that the color blue to you is the same color blue to me, man? Science.
1: Science.
0: (laughs) Okay, I was kind of home for the Jim Parsons one.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. We could do the Jim Parsons. Right? Okay, we'll do the Jim Parsons.
0: So, okay, so uh, you know the grass Tyson's coming yes, out? Yes, he's going
1: two... to do a show. It's going to actually debut on the, Na- I think it's National Geographic's channel. The Nat Geo. Nat Geo is going to get the show starting May 20th. What's the name of the show? It's called Star Trek. Star, uh, Star Talk. Talk. Sorry, Star Talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's it's I keep bringing back Star Trek. I kept doing that every time I read it. It's like... Star Talk. <laughs> so his first guest, Tyson's book for the Star Talk, is the culture icon, George Decay. Oh my. Nice. Oh my.
0: Yes. All right. You know I'll watch what? that. Well you probably can kinda of really just kinda of use him as a springboard going, look how much technology we have from Star
1: Trek. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well and
2: I mean he um so Neil deGrasse Tysons had a podcast called Star Talk for a while and I was listening up, up until my tune in stopped working on my phone. Um <laughs> that <There's laughs>
0: <someone, laughs> might be a good show. Let's
2: give him some money. But it's actually it.
0: Cosmos didn't do so well.
2: It actually <laughs> is um, his podcast. Actually, is really yeah. interesting. He has good. Um, he'll bring on comedians as co-hosts, yeah. and so it's it, it's funny because they bring on actual scientists to interview. But between Neil deGrasse Tyson and the comedian, like I will I will laugh hysterically at some of the stuff going on because it. it you know they do have that non-sciencey person, right. lay, Kind of chiming in, the layman kind of going,
1: "What do you mean?" Yeah. Hey, well, look. the future guest list will include Christopher Nolan,
0: probably the interstellar
1: our, star. Our, our, I'm not going to Huffington. Our, our, Ariana uh, Huffington. Thank you, they, Huffington, Dan okay. Savage, Richard Dawkins, Jim Carter, and Chris Henfield. Hadfield. There you go. So. Chris
0: Hadfield is. Yeah, I'd watch the, that. He's the lead singer for... Uh, I might catch this show. Italian, I don't know. I'm just, no, I'm... It's Rob ha- no, Rob Halford's the lead singer Rob for Rob Halford, Jews. yeah. Jews priest. Anyway, so okay. Yeah, I would
2: watch it. Yeah, I'll
0: catch an episode on demand or something like that. There you go. All right, let's wrap it up with my favorite article of
1: the week. Jim Parsons wants to play the Riddler. Am I the only one that thinks it's a brilliant idea?
2: I I could totally buy him as a Riddler. Ed? I don't know. Okay. I'm I had I'm, a feeling
0: I had a feeling you'd be on the fence. Yeah, And I, I kind of came with a prepared statement almost. <laughs> a prepared statement? <laughs> almost because I kind of felt like you would be like, eh, because I know you're a big uh, big bang theory fan. Yes. Okay, you know he can play smart. You yes. know he can play quirky. Right. Now take that character from Big Bang Theory and make him evil. Like instead of using he his, he is evil. Well, yeah, but I meant like like take it to a darker place where he knows that he's the smartest man in the room, and he manipulates people, and he plates these like little. He he like in my mind, like I'll be I'll be honest. The Riddler was not the big bad guy in the Batman Eternal storyline. Mm. To me, the Riddler would be the only guy in Batman history that would be able to figure out that Bruce Wayne's Batman. Okay, he is the. Only one, because he is so smart. He is on par with the intelligence of Bruce Wayne, in my opinion. Okay. And I do think that he's an underrated bad guy because they don't know what to do with him because of his big brain. Yeah. Because he's not superimposing. He's not like, you know, he won't get into fisticuffs with Batman. Right. But he will lay a, a series of traps for Batman to get out of. Like, okay, I can't kill you with my fist, but guess what? You know, two Jews walking to a bar. Like, <laughs> you know, next thing you know, here comes a bark flying out of the ceiling to hit, try to hit, you know, Batman. Yeah. Like, I, I think that Parsons could do a really, really good job. Most comedians
1: make really good villains. Yeah. Uh,
0: in, in in his cinematic history. I mean, I, you know, Robin Williams, him, rest in peace. Rest in peace. When he decided to go dark, he went he dark. He was yeah. good. You know, there's a lot of other comedians out there that go, oh, they want to play the heavy. Well, the only thing is, is because they... Was, Jim he, Carrey plays a good bad guy. He, he was
1: doing this interview with MTV UK, and he was talking about the, promoting his new movie, Home, where he plays the alien mm-hmm. in that anime right, series right. from DreamWorks. And the thing is, is that I've, the clips I've seen of the trailer of For Home is the fact is, is that I, when I every time I hear that voice... I see. Uh, right. Sheldon Cooper. Yeah. Right.
2: But and you do, but a little kid wouldn't. Well,
1: some Not kids but but I, I kind of feel like but the thing is is that like the the based on what he
2: the words he was given mm-hmm. is as fact that he's playing Sheldon Cooper as an alien. You know what it makes me it's, think of the way the way he talks? It's like Sheldon Cooper meets Starfire.
0: Okay, yeah. It's
2: like Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: See, okay, I'm going to say this.
1: I kind of feel like you were going to feel that way about it so I don't I mean unless unless he has a different acting range that I haven't seen because if, if the only thing other thing I've seen him in is is the Muppet movie
0: right and he plays he, Jim Parsons he
1: play he doesn't really play anything he's just the he plays the the puppet the man version of the puppet right. here's in... here's the thing is that that
0: you did and, what, and and there's no guilt by your you're like you're not guilty of doing this everyone's guilty of doing this you have stereotyped him in your mind mm-hmm. you go he plays Sheldon Cooper for seven years now. At this point, yeah, that's how people know him. And
2: I think he's going to be playing it for like three right. more. Yeah, isn't like
0: a, he's going to be. He's going to be.
1: Well, they're going to. They're. I think it's going to become a spin-off series. I think it's yeah. because they're going to move it. There was a thing that they're going to move back to Texas because uh, Wallowitz is going to move because of the NASA program, and he's right. going to move back home. Yeah. Okay, to... so
0: yeah, they're going to spin off. Right. But you, everybody knows him as that character. So far, he's only gunning any meaty acting roles as that kind of quirky character, which is the reason why if you want a guy like for him in home, he's going to pull that off. I think that it's one of those things. I think it's going to be one of those positions where like, I'm not going to say he, I'm not, it could be like a Heath Ledger moment where people are going to go, wait, that guy. Right. Yeah. And then when you go in and he, I think he could blow the doors off of it. Everyone kind of walking out going, Oh my God, that's the Riddler. Yeah. Because the only other, incarnation of the Riddler that you have is um Frank Gorsham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sean at- no not Sean Aston, but John Aston for an episode. Right. Um and then Jim Carrey.
1: Right. And then of course the on the Gotham TV show, Corey Michael Smith plays the Yeah, yeah. but I mean he's Edward. Nygma. Yeah, but
0: he's not really the Riddler at this point. He's he's Edward Nigma. Yeah, he's Edward nigma If you make him like already full blown Riddlered out, I mean, can you I think he would rock that lime green question suit <laughs> i love that yeah. is by, he, yeah, by he far could, he my favorite outfit of any of the of the, any of the joker's rogue i mean joker's rogues i mean batman's rogues gallery yeah. is that even in the 66 batman when he's got that that green and the, and the bowler hat yeah. with the question mark yeah it's campy but frank gorsham wears it like a fucking boss yeah. yeah and i think i think he could pull it. Like, even when jim carrey had the the green tights on, even when he had the suit. Yeah. And with the, with the cane, I thought Jim Carrey was a great Riddler. Mm-hmm. I think he did kind of go over the top a few times, but I don't blame him. I blame the director yeah, because, you know, it's your job to kind of reign in those moments. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that if done right, I think he, I think he could kick ass as Riddler. I do. I, I really do. And I,
2: mean, I think part of it too, is he's trying to break out of that typecast of Sheldon, of being Sheldon. Cooper. Yeah. Cause, Cause a lot of people are criticizing him in home as well. It's Sheldon Cooper as an alien. Yeah, you know. So, I think really he's trying to. He wants to break out of that I Sheldon mean, Cooper, but that's role. that's that's all he's playing. That's that's he plays that
1: when, he, when he does the Intel commercials. Mm-hmm. It's Sheldon yeah. Cooper, yeah, talking about Intel. That's yeah. what you gotta look at. I mean, look, it's Jim me Parsons talking about, it, but to me, it's Sheldon Cooper right. talking like, about Intel. If we had
0: a hit TV show, let's yeah. say. And I was known as a certain character. Yeah, you know what? You kind of want to ride that money way 'cause because you could end tomorrow. Yeah. But the problem is, like, you, you get pigeonholed. I mean, look at Tom Welling. You haven't really seen him. Yeah, he's coming to Flash, I think, you know, in an episode. Right. This kid who plays Superman in, in Smallville.
2: Yeah. But, same thing with Katie, you know, uh, Katie, Katie Quico, Kel, no. Kelly Kuko. Yeah, thank you. I'm having this moment. Penny. Yeah. You know, like, she is... She's penny.
0: To you, but, yeah. to, but, but to me, she's in charmed. She was in how to uh, ten things, how to date my daughter. I know she was in how, was how to, to Real date Realty. my daughter, but I didn't yeah. that's the thing
1: didn't to like me though, that. that was to me that eight rules about dating my daughter. Yeah, yeah. I, I there was a young penny to me.
0: Yeah. That's, you know, that's, that's yeah. It, that's but a, yeah, you you like, go with what works. And even when she was in charmed, she kind of had that penny esque kind of thing. Yeah. But you kind of work with your your what you what you have, and then maybe like when you have enough money in the bank. Then you can kind of venture off into, like, let me put this way: I was, if I had a hit show, and for ten years I was a stereotype, the angry
1: guy. Let's say, yeah, yeah, I would ride that wave. Yeah, sure, but look at soap opera stars. Well, I was going to say Charlie Sheen. Look at him. Yes, Mm -hmm. his career, his 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 lot of television shows are the same. He is always Charlie, Charlie. right? and then he does <coughs> movies and there is movies that he is a different character yeah and he he can, he has that range and he's proven mm-hmm. it kicked ass in platoon right you know you know and there's so many lists of movies I could go on kicked ass
0: Hit the the hotshot movies
1: yeah <laughs> but it wasn't that charlie sheen character where he plays Charlie's, on television Charlie Charlie
0: Sheen on sitcom is his is always named Charlie cuz in Spin it he was Charlie Yeah, two and a half men he's Charlie um anger management his name's Charlie yeah you yeah. know i thought it was cute that day he was on I don't watch the show, the Goldbergs, yeah. but they had like a whole um, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off kind of show, and at the very end, he's in there. Yeah. Like, as that character that he played in Ferris Bueller, what are you in for? Drugs. Like, it was like, <laughs> okay. Like, he's a guy who can embrace who he is, capitalize on it, but also kind of go, you know
1: what? I know how
0: to be a heavy when I need to be. like Right.
1: And, that, and that's the thing. That's why I feel that where. uh the what most Jim, Jim Parsons <laughs> is, is going to lack is the fact is, is that he's going to be so pigeonholed into Sheldon Cooper because he's played it for so long that it's going to be hard for him to break yeah, that I... and build his range. But, I mean, if somebody gives him the opportunity to Riddler, yeah, I'm going to definitely catch it out because I want to see, yeah, how well is he going to do? Is he going to be the, that character that you're putting him on the pedestal to be? I, 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 I do think that You truly there's... believe that is, or is he going to be Sheldon Cooper playing the Riddler?
0: Yeah, but, okay, let me put it this way. I'm sure... There's got to be a moment in his career as playing Sheldon Cooper where he would go, I would love, what if I really, what if someone gave me the opportunity to make Sheldon Cooper the heavy as a bad guy, like a fucking Bond villain bad guy? You know, I mean, granted, not Bond itself, but that kind of over-the-top evil, like take Sheldon Cooper to a dark, dark, dark place, which is, very easily to do because of the character that he has now with the oh, That's my seat. Yeah. Like, what if, what if someone, what if there's a moment in, a, as the Riddler, someone sitting in his chair and he shoots the guy in the head and goes, that was my seat. Like, like there's those moments you're going to go, holy shit. Not only is he kind of admitting to the fact like, yeah, you know me as Sheldon Cooper, but fuck you. Instead of just kind of going, you're in my seat.
1: Yeah. It's bang. Bang, right.
0: You know, or bazinga, bang. Like, right, you know, yeah. like. Maybe not that on the nose, but if you can,
1: I think. You tweak it in a way that you could
0: that you give an make,
1: homage to his previous character. You can
0: make him sinister. And I think he's got that. I think I think he'd own it. I, I really do. I, okay. I'm all for.
1: I'm on the wait and see camp. I'm not saying I'm like totally against yeah. it, but I'm not like, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's going to yeah, be, he's going to be the greatest It, it is whoever. one of the reasons
0: I think I'm on the same camp. Like, oh, I'd like to see him try. What the fuck? What's, what's the worst that's going to happen? He fails at it. Right. Okay. Uh, Batman returns. I mean, yeah. Superman returns. Yeah. I thought Brandon and Ruth made a great Superman but he made a great Christopher Lee uh, Christopher Reeves Superman Christopher Lee Superman how great would that be oh my
1: god <laughs> he's old Superman yeah
0: I don't care it'd still be awesome <laughs> singing telling death him stories telling te- death metal as he's flying for you. <laughs> all right okay let's wrap this up all right get out of here and call it a night, a night.
3: so uh,
0: thanks for listening You've listened to Geeksters live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search
1: Aquanet Radio on those apps.
0: In the meantime, if you liked what you heard, which we're assuming you have, we go not. to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, hit the like button.
2: Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Or follow us on Instagram at Geeksters Radio. Oh,
0: God, this is starting to become that, that, that fucking voicemail. Like, hi, we're not home right <laughs> now, but
1: leave a message. <laughs> I like it, screw you. <laughs> when right. you want to contact like, yeah. us a bullet in me now.
2: <laughs> but Bazinga. Bang Yeah
0: Anyway. Um, just
2: want a little Riddler Buffy the Vampire Slayer there
0: <laughs> I love Riddler life. Frank Gorshin was the best Riddler anyway, anyway, yes, anyway. so um, I? <laughs> but if you want to listen to the show if you want to listen to a repeat of the show yes kind of you can always <laughs> go to our fucking Facebook page I mean, not our Facebook yeah, page Facebook totally
1: follow to the end with or iTunes mm-hmm. and download the show it's coming up this Wednesday it'll be released live for you so that way you can check it out or you can go to check out past shows on their sites. Or you can go to the About section of Facebook where Geeksters Radio is. Like us there, right? like you said before. But then go to the About <laughs> section to find all the great places you can download the show. Yeah, what he said. <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: but in the meantime, we're going to contact Ed... You can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com.
1: Or if you want to contact Erica, you can contact her at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. And that's Erica with a K. And
2: if you want to contact Sean, contact Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And that's Sean with a W. Word. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: All right. We'll uh, see you next week, folks. Bye.
0: And we're back. Yeah. Hope you found that epi- this part of the episode informative, interesting. Intuitive Controversial Captivating And
1: uh, Comedic I just hope you laughed your, laughed your ass off That's all I'm <laughs> worried about
0: <laughs> Tell your friends about that episode It's a very special episode of Geeksters
1: <laughs> Rashawn touches himself Oh, well, That's not that episode I'm sorry
0: That's the super secret episode <laughs> Alright So for those people who were listening to the live for show, who want to, who, I mean, let's face it, people listen to those live and then hear us for the bonus stuff. Right. We did mention something on the show that we never got around to. And that was in the very first episode, the very first part, I mentioned that I went to the movies and then I saw a trailer for Transformers 4, which is called, not Transformers, Trans- Transporter, Transporter 4, 4, which is called Transporter Refueled. Yes. Basically, it, it's rebooting the series with a completely different guy because I think now Jason Statham is completely out of the ballpark of price range to do this movie. <laughs> and it showed. <laughs> right, But you had a news article to kind of right. coincide it's, with this release.
1: Basically, they're talking about the, the, the trailer, which is the Transporter Refuel trailer continues the franchise without Jason's statement. And the actor that's going to play the new Transporter Right, because he never had a name, right. I don't think. Yeah, he did, he Frank. Did? Yeah. Frank, okay. Yeah. I forget his last name, but I, it was, I remember it was Frank. <laughs> Frank <laughs> it's Frank. Frank the Transporter. Hey, it's me, Frank. Huh? <laughs> it's Edge Sh- Shrecken. Okay, and uh, he's going to replace Jason Statham for the Jason franchise. Jason Statham, that's right, for the franchise. Um, Jason Statham confirmed that he's now focused on the mechanic franchise instead of the transporter last year so that's where I, he kind of dropped out because he wants to move on to
0: other projects Right, because instead of being a, the transporter franchise i'm gonna go to the mechanic okay. transfer franchise which has only been one mechanic movie out and that was like three years ago yeah so yeah what you know way to jump on that uh, whole franchise thing <laughs> maybe because he has more more creative uh paycheck out of this one. <laughs> yes. Out of the mechanic. Or lucrative deal. Yeah, he's probably got a producer credit or something where he gets an extra extra cash out of it. But all right, way to be on top of the franchise. Franchise can go oh, every two years maybe or every year if you're really good, but...
1: Okay. Now, who? Uh, you, of course, I think the big question you might not, because you might know who this is. But who is Ed Trigan?
0: I have no idea. Okay. I saw him, and I'm going. He probably played a bad guy in he some TV was show.
1: His his uh, portrayal of Dario Naris in the third season of Game of Thrones. Oh. Okay. There you go.
0: Okay. You know what? Yeah, I think his character was replaced in the fourth season. Yeah. By another actor. All right. I think. Okay, all right, all right, all right. See, okay, in this movie, he's, you know, cropped hair, he's clean cut. Mm. In Game of Thrones, he's a long-haired barbarian kind of guy. Right. So, obviously, I wouldn't recognize him. Yeah. Okay, okay, so there I you think, go. I so think that, that's the guy.
1: So, if, if you catch the third season of Game of Thrones and you look for this character, that's who you'll see his yeah, they acting intru- chops.
0: They introduced his character is, for Kalisi and he was kind of like a swaggery kind of, like... like you can kind of see where it might be like a romantic lead for her character. Cause he's definitely, um, uh, princess bride ash in the, as you wish, my Lord kind of right.
1: thing. Well, uh, he, of course though, he gave up this character in the HBO series so he could play the transporter in the next oh, series of movies. Wow. So this is the reason why folks, this is, we're getting the behind the scenes. So this fun is fun stuff.
0: Okay. Well, at least with, with, with what's his face, uh, Jason Moma, he, didn't become Drax became Aquaman, but this is, I don't know. I don't know. Go ahead. Go ahead so. well, like,
1: if you think about it, I mean, is, is is it a better choice to do a movie than to do like a popular show on HBO? Would that would like, if you were in an HBO series, if you were in game of Thrones say, okay. And then somebody came to you and go, Hey, I like your acting. I think you would be the great next movie. And then in this series, not like transporters would think of another movie. You oh, know, no, no, so, no, no, I no. Know, I know what you mean. I,
0: Honestly, I would try to do both. Honestly, I would try because right. number one the popularity of I mean Game of Thrones is only 2 months out of the year. Mm. Now granted, that's probably a lot. You know, it's obviously not they're not filming on a weekly basis. They film for a, ch- a chunk of time mm. and then they you know, they produce it and they polish it up, put the special effects in, then release mm. it because like right now HBO 2 is running the seasons 1 through 4 marathon. Okay. To get ready for season five, which is going to be coming out probably in April. Okay. You know, or mid-May. I don't, I don't quite remember at this moment.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But, I mean, we'll look at Emily Clark, the girl who plays Khaleesi. She's going to be in the new Trans, trans- uh, Terminator movie. <laughs> She's now Sarah Connor. Yeah. So I, I do think that if you have the right agent, yeah, I think you should be able to do both. I,
1: I, well, to me, this is this is this is a huge gamble, a gamble. For, this, for this guy because let's let's face it, like the transporter movies isn't a movie like oh I got to see the next movie. I, I'm
0: sure it makes money. I'm, 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 you know,
1: I I haven't seen any of them in the theater. I have the I, three on DVD. I are, th- think I saw the first
0: one in theaters, maybe.
1: You know, I mean, I, when I saw the first one on DVD, yeah. I was like, "Oh, I like this." I mean, it's like kind of like a, a popcorn movie, yeah. like you said. It's a, it's one of those like mindless movies you watch for a couple hours, and yeah. you Have fun, and you it's go, like hey, great, whatever. And I enjoyed it immensely. And then I saw the second one, and I like that one just as well. Yeah, the third one, yeah,
0: not so much. That's right. But you can kind of see where what's his face was like. Okay, I'm out, yeah you know? right. Because now he's he, because those course of those movies have made him become a bigger star. Yeah, you know, like he's going to be in Fast and Furious Seven coming up as the heavy, as the bad guy, mm-hmm. which I'm like. All I kind of like you don't really see him as a bad guy, so I'm, I'm really filming at the mouth for that big because they show in the previews rock and him fighting. I'm like Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham going at it, yeah, like martial arts versus fucking muscle, yeah, like you know, like this is gonna be good, yeah. I mean, I guarantee it. I know it's all movie magic and all, but still to get that on film, right. or digital or whatever you want to call it, it's gonna be, it's gonna be good, it, Yeah, dad said some of the reviews are saying it's very over the top. I'm going. There's a part of the movie where Finn Diesel drives out one building <laughs> and hits another building <laughs> and then jumps out of the car to survive. Yeah. <laughs> There's a scene with Paul Walker running on top of a bus as it's going off a cliff to jump on, grab onto a, the tail of a car. It's already as over it, there. As
1: it's fishtailing yes. across the. Yes. It's already over the top. So let me see an over the top fight. <laughs> it's. The physics in that movie are... Are crazy. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: yeah, so, all right. I'm not really going in and expecting them, like, oh, I learned something today. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs>
1: whatever. And then, of course, Gregory Wakeman, who wrote this article, also said the other issue he had was with transport refuels, the transporter refueled. They have the Audi as as the replacement car. He was riding a, a BMW. No, he was. wasn't.
0: Always driven an Audi. That guy's wrong. Oh, really? That guy is wrong because, you know... In the, if you look at all the movies, because mm. my dad honestly works for Audi, and he said that if you notice in the like, it's a stick shift. The only way you can get an Audi stick shift is if it's European car. American car Audis don't have, mm. um, because he drove an Audi in the third movie. Okay, so I think that guy might be a little wrong. Right. I'll have to do some research. i
1: I'm probably right. You know, but the thing is, though, is that there's it's also a lot of plate product placement for Audi in this movie. Yeah. So it's more of a commercial for it, Audi it, than. Uh, it's A always film.
0: it's always been. That's why. Um, let me see. I'm gonna. Okay. Well, you saw the, you saw the trailer. Yeah. We saw it before we we went on break. Right. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google it. What car is used in... is used in the transporter movies? All right. All Audis. All Audis. Okay. Okay. In 2004, Audi A8, uh, 6.0 in Transporter 2. However, during the pursuit scene, it, however, during a pursuit scene, he drives a Lamborghini. Um, yeah. So in Transporter 2, he's driving an Audi. In Transformer, Transformers, Transporter 3, it's an Audi, an out another the same, a facelifted Audi A8. Okay. In Transporter 3. Uh, and I guess, uh, we see him tri- wait, it's all broken down here. It's always like, jeez. <laughs> okay, let me, let me do this. Anyway. So. You can- so what did you think of the trailer?
1: I what? thought it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way I can put it. I mean, it's one of those trailers, like, you, you. the one thing about the transport movie, in fact, is the way that the fighting style of Jason Statement is, it's kind of like that balance, almost like a Jackie Chan kind of movie where mm-hmm. there's this. This balanced dance that they're doing between everybody when they're fighting, and you know, it's, and yeah, like,
0: you... he definitely has a fight style.
1: Right. So that's more now. This is more like a rough edge fight style, and I'm like, eh, I don't know, you know, and like, I hate to say it this way, but I think the only way to save this movie is to have some nudity. in it. <laughs> it's gotta get to a point where it's just like
0: okay maybe in the first one he drove the BMW but here I'm looking in Wikipedia Mm. in uh, the crane catches a bomb and Martin's Frank debuts the Audi A8 W12 in this film in Transporter 3 he drives an armored Audi A8 W12 in this film as well as a BMX bike (laughs) (laughs) in 4 in in 3 oh I'm sorry was three okay, uh, and transporter four, five, and six.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, in May, the cans blah blah blah. It doesn't really tell you, but again, it's it, as you look at the trailer, it's, it's another Audi, Audi right? Um, I do know that there was a television show yeah. as well. Um, but again, Audi, yeah, it's always been an Audi car, maybe except for that first one. Like, I, I, wish, I wish there was definitely like a
1: more of a information.
0: Yeah.
3: Let's see. Ba, ba, ba.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm, um. Um. Like I said, I saw I saw the trailer, and I'm just like,
1: eh. What car is used in Transporter?
0: I Ed, I have it. In the first film, the car is a 1999
1: BMW E38 753i. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because my phone is like, you're talking yeah. and
0: it's catching that.
3: <laughs>
0: in the sequel, Jason opts for the top of the line W12 model of the 3 6 liter Audi A8, which starts out by driving much more sensibly because in Transporter 2, he is ferrying a small boy around. Sooner however, he's taking advantage of the top speed of 250 kilometers an hour to tear throughout Miami. So... <laughs> in three it's an eight, eight uh all right yeah so there you go so it was a bm movie the first movie. in the first movie but so that guy's like i, I kind of feel like that guy is
1: probably saw the first movie and then he's relating that to the to so, this to this trailer yeah, yeah. like yeah.
0: he probably never saw part two and part three right, right. to know that, that frank drives an audi yeah you know like i'm but i'm kind of curious to know if, if he plays frank or if they got a completely different character
1: Good question. let's see if the article says anything.
0: Um, I know it
1: probably not, but I'm gonna go and do it. No it uh, does not say who the name of this new transporter is going to be. Transporter? but it will come out this year. June 19th is the release date for this movie. so I want to add that in there real quick okay let well, so,
0: say they could see I'm looking at here IMDB all cast. There we go. Yeah, he plays Frank Martin, so right. it's still Frank. Yeah. Still Frank. Still Frank. All
3: right.
0: Yeah. All right. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, wait. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm sorry. I'm just kind of...
1: <laughs> He's going down a rabbit hole, uh, Yeah, folks. I got lost
0: down a rabbit hole. I apologize. <laughs> so, yeah. So, there's Transformer refueled. Okay. I mean... It does look like it's a popcorn movie, and it does look like it's going to be nonstop car porn. Yeah. Like it's the Fast and Furious movies in yeah. car. <clears throat> so, I mean, I, I might wind up seeing it in the theaters because, like I said, dad, my dad does work for Audi. Yeah. You'd think we'd drive Audis, but we don't because he knows <laughs> how, what they are and what they're like. <laughs> um, so we might go see it in the theaters because yeah. I think he enjoyed the movies. Yeah. I mean, so did I. I mean, like I said, the popcorn, like, yeah. hey, you know, hey, look, what's on nothing. Well, Transporter, oh, let's watch that. Yeah. Um, I do know that they made a, a short lived Canadian series off of the movies. Yeah. With a, with an, another completely different guy. And, you know, my dad was watching it cause I, because I think it was uh, TNT was airing him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, Dad, do you know the Transporter TV She's like, no. Yeah, And he's like, is he driving an Audi? I'm like, yeah, he's still driving an Audi. Like, you know. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay, I'm going to watch it. You know, and he was watching it. And I'm like, so how is he? He's like, It's all right, and like, but the same thing over and over again. I'm like, I'm like, let me guess, he has to transport something from point A to point B, and something goes wrong. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) And then the next episode, something completely different. Yeah, I'm like, and it's on for an hour. He's like, yeah. I'm like, is he going like around the block? Like, Like, how far is he going? It's not like you know, it's not like he's driving like cross country. You only have an hour to do this in. Like drive in an hour, get caught up in some sort of mess to Schmidt, yeah, and then drop off the package, I, I or a person <laughs> or whatever the package is. I'm just, it's not like you know, it's like
1: UPS the movie, yeah. yeah. See what Brow could do for you. I mean, it's see not, what happens to your package as it transports from A to B.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's driving an, an Audi, right? And then behind him is a guy on an eighteen wheeler <laughs> transporting cords light across the county, <laughs> the county line. It's not like that. <laughs> Smoking the Bandits. bandit. <laughs> those people going, what's it? Smoking the bandit. I got it right. Got on. a long way to go and a short time to get there. We're gonna get Frank Martin to do the job. <laughs> <laughs> He's driving an A and not the Trans Am, but that's all right because he talks funny and fights. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. I mean, yeah, I'll probably wind up seeing it because it'll be one of those movies where I go, all right, Dad's going to go, hey, what's coming out this week? Transporter's coming out. You want to see that? Ain't nothing else worth seeing. All right, let's go see that. (laughs) So you expect the review sometime this summer.
3: Because
0: I think it's actually coming out sooner. Like this one says, coming in, like, first it said fall. Like in the trailer it said fall. But then it had a release date of like April. Well, like,
1: this article says June 19th. So. June 19th? Yeah.
0: That's not even close to fall.
1: No. <laughs> so I'm like, that's not even close.
0: Like, they have that much faith in the movie, they're pushing it up? Like, all right, good for that. Make, trying to make it a summer movie? Yeah. In between Avengers and uh, Mad Max is the end of May. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's a big summer. Yeah. Big summer. Big summer. And it's just a short. There's a short way to go to Star Wars.
1: <laughs> Too long. November? December. December.
0: All right, dude, it's March. It's almost the end of March. You know, we're third done the year already. Can't wait. That's all right. I want to see it now. Pop the movies in. Just do a little movie marathon. Hey, are we going to do a movie marathon of the Avengers? (laughs) Certain certain theaters are doing that whole 29-hour movie marathon of starting off with, I think it's, Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2. Um,
1: I hope they Febreze that theater. Oh, my God.
0: Tell me. Oh, <laughs> a bunch of fat, smelly people. <laughs> uh, maybe some of thin people are going to be there. I shouldn't stereotype. <laughs> you know. But, I mean, I think it's 29 hours long. Oh, my God. Because I even throw in Guardians of the Galaxy. They throw in every Marvel movie out there. <laughs> and I'm just like, I could do that at home. Like, I mean, okay, be, yeah, but you're missing the experience. Yes, I know. That's kind of the point where our odds are at home. Like, the last thing I need is to go into a theater, sit next to somebody that I don't know, who probably is going to be overweight like me. I'll admit it. I'm the kind of guy that, you know, I sit in this theater. I knock one one of those arms Arras, up so I can kind of relax and mellow in. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be here for a while, strap in, relax kind of thing. Like. Undo the pants a little. Just kind of, just, uh, <laughs> you know, I guarantee you, some people are going to take their shoes off. They're going to get comfortable. Yeah. It, you know, if if I'm going to assume that it's going to be packed, like I can't.
1: You know, the person with the stinkiest feet is going to have his shoes off and his feet up. Sure, all right. he's going to be On all back, laid uh, back.
0: And you're looking at 29 hours. I'm sure they're going to have like a gap between movies to be able to go pee and stuff. But again, it's one of those things where it's 29 hours.
1: You're gonna you're gonna feel like shit.
0: Yeah. You can be sitting for 29 hours, or you're going to fall asleep. I mean, God knows, by the time you get to Thor, the Dark World, it'll be like, what, four in the morning? Yeah. You're like,
3: oh, cat's headings. Like, <laughs> you know?
0: Like, it's going to smell like farts and Red Bull. <laughs>
3: That's going to be disgusting. I mean,
0: imagine... Like, and the worst part about it is just try to imagine that people have to work that shift. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's okay. It's bad enough that like, you have the midnight releases you're probably getting home around 2, 3 in the morning. But imagine being the guy... like what, I got the graveyard shift at AMC Theatres. I got to work from 12 to 8 in the morning because these people want to watch Marvel movies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what that place is going to... like. Who's gonna to have to clean that theater after it's done? <laughs> Twenty nine hours of burn of stinky farts and Cheetos and people are gonna sneak food in. Hey, yeah. look, I brought a pizza and waka waka. Hey, here's my you know hoagie with extra mayo <laughs> and, and onions and you're like uh, <laughs> You're gonna at some point you're gonna hear this. <laughs> You know? <laughs> Sleep apnea across the board. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, that's it. You're going to have people wiping drool off of it.
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> Worse yet you're watching the movie, you're so enthralled, and then somebody just their head lands right on your, own, your yeah. shoulder.
0: That stranger, you're like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Like, I don't want to wake him because he's been talking the whole movie. It's like, only time you to shut the fuck up is when he's asleep, and now he's on my shoulder.
1: Oh my God, he's drooling on me.
0: Those aren't pillows. <laughs> 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 or maybe you can find the you that's that that's the time you've you're a single male you get up you you get, a, you get your girl you find a girl who's willing to have sex with you <laughs> and just try banging in that theater that quick, quick hand job maybe a, maybe is you can get some finger in action going
1: Imagine if you're like a major squirter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's Just a, a brush.
0: And <laughs> she's a moaner, or, or she's going on you. And next thing you know, you squirt and you land in <laughs> someone's popcorn. <laughs> oh. Oh, my oh. God. It's going to smell like Cheetos and feet and stale popcorn and that buttery smell. And <laughs> oh, you're going to stick to the seat in more ways than you want to know. <laughs> You're going to have people who are going to be like, like, okay, you figure, first hour, it's Iron Man. You're like,
3: whoa, yeah, Iron Man!
0: Then it's it's going to be, I think it's um, Incredible Hulk. Woo, Incredible Hulk! Don't really need him in this series because, all right, whatever. Tony Stark starts at the end. <laughs> Tony, you see Robert down, Jr., you're going to be like, woo! <laughs> and then I think it's like Thor, and you're like, yeah! And then Avengers is like, woo! But then by the time you get to, like, you know, hour 12, you're like, yay.
1: <laughs> get to Iron Man 3, yeah.
0: you're like, oh, oh uh, yay, all right, I'm just a <laughs> nap. Captain America, Winter Soldier, <laughs> yay. Oh, wake me up when Scarlett Johansson's
3: back. Like,
0: <laughs> 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 like, I, this would be my thing, okay, like, look, Iron Man, yeah, Thor, sure, I cat that, because she's my girl. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Scarlett, like, when she's in Iron Man 2, so I'll be awake for that. Yeah. Iron Man 3, I'm probably not off. Thor, okay, you know because of Cat. Thor two because of Cat. Yeah, uh, but I'd probably zone in and out for that one because she's not in it a lot. Captain America the first one I'll probably sleep through, probably right. Because I, I, as much as I enjoy it, and I think it's a good. I'd rather be awake for for Winter Soldier. More Scarlet Johansson.
1: I think no. That's the thing. I think people will sleep off on Winter Soldier than anything else. You think? Yeah, because because it's, it's not really
0: it's not action packed. It's very
1: drama-esque heavy thought
0: I think people would not off during Thor the dark world yeah you know but I think that that's gonna be like the last movie because that one ties into no no after Thor 2 it's Guardians of the the Galaxy Galaxy. and then Avengers 2 yeah like that's how they're doing like I think that that's like the last because the end of Thor They think they bring in um Well, obviously, I think they thought it I think it's. Isn't it the end of Guardians of the Galaxy? No, it's not at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy, where they have. The Collector? No, they have the Collector, but I'm talking about the scene. I think it's at the end. Maybe it's the end of Winter Soldier, where they have um, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver in those boxes and they're running around.
1: That's the Captain America Winter Soldier. Right. yeah, Winter Soldier. So I
0: think it's going to be Captain America Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, and then Avengers 2. Okay. I I think because, you know, I did. Did you see the new teaser trailer for Avengers 2? Where you get to see the guy who's playing Quicksilver actually talk as Quicksilver? No. Russian accent. Really? Yeah. I was like, good choice. Because, I mean, as much as I thought Quicksilver was cool in Days of Future Past. Yeah. American. Yeah. Here he went Russian. I'm like, all right, I'm in. You know? Anyway, so...
1: x-men fan franchise screwed up all the voices anyway well we'll
0: t- we'll talk yeah. about that at a later date we can go on and on we and we on could tell, oh, we could just there'll be plenty of time to talk avengers we could do
1: a whole other podcast on this yeah in
0: fact we probably will we we'll have to see avengers 2 yeah we'll do a special edition avengers 2 mm. age of geeksters <laughs> 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 uh, uh, your hope i'll take uh, that away first <laughs> There are no strings on me. Like, oh. Anyway. Uh, but in the meantime, tell your friends about us. Tell your friends to go to Facebook, type in Geeksters Radio. Hit the like button for a page. Tell them also hit the about buttons to find out where you can download this fine program and others.
1: Or you can go to wordswithgeeks.com or, or iTunes for those shows to download. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in the
0: meantime, um, if you want to catch us live, you can do so on Sunday nights from 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio.com.
1: You can also follow us on Twitter at Geeksters or Instagram at GeekstersRadio. But if
0: you want to contact Ed on anything you might have heard tonight, you can contact him at at Ed at WordsWithGeeks.com.
1: That was a key with my email address. (laughs) We can contact Sean at Sean at WordsWithGeeks.com. Geeks.com.
0: We can contact Erica at Erica at WordsWithGeeks.com. And that's Erica with a K. So signing off from Two-Bid Production Studios, peace. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. That oh, was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get away. Hey, Boo. Boo.